open up my window to substitute outside. Now I have to burp. <laughs> Hi, Kath. <laughs> Hi, Bill. Oh my God. Hi, Addie. I, I swear to God, if you tell Kathy, okay, get ready. <laughs> and then she blows it. I do. Every <laughs> time. Every fucking time. You're ridiculous. Don't tell me not to smile. I'm very rebellious. All right. Happy, Happy spring. Happy spring, Kathy. Happy spring, Don. Happy spring. Happy spring, Addie. And we have... <laughs> and we have a returning guest. Our favorite... Elder Moon, wise woman, Jen Costa. Yay. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. Happy Yay. spring. I don't think anything gives me as much pleasure as when I see my little tulips start to poke out. I swear to God. You know, Chris, my Chris, you know, comes from Florida and he hates the winter so much. And I always say, if it wasn't for the winter, I would not have the pleasure of this time of year when things start to bud, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's so great. We so appreciate great. the light so much when we're in the, from the dark. Right. I was, <laughs> I was visiting my, I was visiting my daffodils today. Out digging in the dirt and actually down and there was a toad while I was shoveling and I was actually oh. delivering a toad. It was a big toad, like the size of my palm. Wow. And I tucked, tucked him under the leaves next to the daffodils. I was like, oh gosh, life is coming back. Yes, it is. It's yeah, it's coming back. I heard the peepers the other the other night. Oh, it's so great here yeah. in the Northeast. It's lovely. For, for me, because I'm not as a garden person as you guys are, but I did see two of my neighbors at the same time. So we... <laughs> You. You're like, how are you? It's like <laughs> they thought something happened to me. They were like, we kind of thought you passed away or something. <laughs> nope. Still well, I know. I told I told the story about after Dad died and I had foot surgery um, that summer. All of um, July and August, I was just laid up. And I have a really well, you know, well-groomed front, you know, front of my house with flowers and the garden. But it was so overgrown that somebody slipped a note under my door saying, I miss your garden. I hope everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, is that passive aggressive, like, clean up your shit? Or, yeah. <laughs> and I was like... Well, Thank sold, you. Isn't that sweet? I sold the car. So there's only one car in the driveway. We're getting another car. But like I had, I sold my sports car. And so we're planning to get another car. So either Henry got divorced or I died. And I'm always <laughs> outside smoking a cigar or doing something. And uh, I have a gong. They have not heard the gong. They wait for the gong. Oh and uh, so they haven't heard any sound music because I've been so like introverted in healing and, and doing all that kind of stuff. But it's funny how close we all are that they felt really comfortable to say that. <laughs> we thought you died. <laughs> I'm like, you got divorced. I'm like, no, no, there's just stuff happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so funny. Well, well, speaking of stuff happening, this is why we brought Jen back on the podcast because you have, um, 
quite a tale to you. You have quite an update. I have an update. I have an update. Okay. Update. So, so we were talking about my health the last, I don't know, forever. Um, and it, the pain, my pain was really bad where I, we weren't recording. And I, after, after the episode of cannabis with Jen, uh, I was kind of desperate. So I'm just going to say exactly what's going on. So I have a six centimeter fibroid on my, uh, what is it? My uterus? No, my ovary. I think it's on my uterus. On your uterus. uterus. And I have a cyst on my left ovary and my endometrium is really thick. And so it's causing extreme, extreme pain. And this started in October. And so just to say something out loud, it doesn't matter if you're a partner of someone going through menopause or perimenopause, um, or you're going through it yourself, or if you have no idea, uh, this may happen to you at one point in your life. Um, so it's relevant that I chalked all this pain up to perimenopause. And with going through what was happening with Tracy, I kind of neglected a lot of um, you know, taking care of the update keep of pap smears and stuff like that with an OBGYN. So it just was going on so long. And then in January, I had like this bloating feeling. I felt like I was carrying around a bowling ball and I was at Donna's house, New Year's Eve, right? New Year's day. And can I tell you the gas was crazy. Oh my God. Thank God we didn't have company. That's all I have to say. (laughs) There was so many farts. It was so farty it was so farty and dramatic too it wasn't like a fun fart it was like guys i'm sorry it was, like, it was a constant i'm sorry and thus yeah, at some point i was dead. like i think it's time for you to go time to go we are playing a game i was like game over let's go <laughs> it was terrible but i but then when i started to have pain donna was looking at me kind of concerned because i was like i have to go home something's going on so all these symptoms happening, I I like made an appointment at Planned Parenthood because I have I have issues with med neglect. The, the 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 doctors that have taken care of me in my past have been traumatizing, either because they automatically they called me fat and that I should not eat salad dressing, which has was a true story. We've talked about that. Or they said, it's in your mind. Like, it's just, it's fine. You're fine. They keep, so the cyst I had on my left side has grown and causing pain. When I had my biopsy from Planned Parenthood, great doctors, by the way, there was two doctors doing the biopsy and the one that was, I don't know, working with them or whatever, he looked at me and he said, you were medically neglected and I'm so sorry. He volunteered to say that. So I immediately cried because <laughs> he was nice. <laughs> and that's really sad when your doctors are nice, you know? And so. And it's you know, unusual. It's unusual that you have yeah. like, you know, sympathy. I finally have really fantastic doctors in my life taking care of me, but I've had to really advocate for myself. And I wanted to talk about that because we talk about mind, body, spirit and but taking care of your body is your body and you know what's best for your body and everybody has a different tolerance of pain i have a very low threshold of pain but it doesn't mean i'm not in pain and so um i remember 
I'm just going back to a story because I know that somebody can relate to this and I want to inspire or just have a conversation of support with this story. When I was much younger, Sophie was like three or four. I had such, I had such crazy pain that I, I went to the emergency room and I, I had a gallstone. The pain was so excruciating that no matter how much pain medicine they were giving me, I went right into surgery right there because they couldn't get rid of the pain. When I went to get my sutures out, like the stitches out, the, the surgeon who performed it, he made me feel so bad. He said, when I did your surgery, all there was was this little piece and you were crying that this was painful. He's like, you really probably didn't need to have surgery. And I started to cry. I'm like, I feel better though. Like it, like, I don't understand. He made me feel so bad because he felt like his time was wasted because I, I was saying I was in pain. There was a gallstone. Otherwise, they wouldn't have had surgery. But he purposely made me feel really bad about that. And so I never went to a doctor because I never felt like they were going to believe me. So I have been living with a real chronic issue for so long but because I felt like nobody was going to believe me, no doctor was going to believe me, it went on too long and I was not taken care of. So that was the cyst and that was probably the, the this um, fibroid has probably been there for quite some time. So now we're going on 15, 20 years later. Oh God, Sophie's 27. So a long time now. Um, I went to the emergency room for excruciating pain and they gave me oxy. They gave me a little bit of oxy and I can't tell you how good that felt. <laughs> it did. It felt fantastic. The relief a little bit. Um, and I, and I had a UTI along with all this stuff because I don't know whatever was happening, but the, but the oxycontin wasn't making me feel good. I couldn't function. I wasn't functioning. So I went back and now I, I, Jen is like family um, and Josh are like family. Mm -hmm. um, but I went back and I listened to the episode and I really wanted to talk to Jen about, is there alternative, I'm going to be open and I'm going to put myself out there and I really want to talk about pain management. And I, I can't live like this. I've been living in pain since October. It's now February, I think by the time I talked to Jen um uh, the beginning of february and so i was i decided i was going to be very open to maybe some consultation or advice about pain management through alternative means because i wasn't i'm not i'm not a, i'm not into pot i'm not into all you know alternative meds at all you know i'm open to like herbs and stuff but i mean i'm talking about serious drugs. I was willing to take anything <laughs> to, to help me, but I didn't want to stay on the oxy. So <clears throat> is this boring? I hope this isn't boring. I'm trying no, to, no, okay. no, let me know. <clears throat> but I think mm -hmm. it's important. So I called Jen, I made an appointment and we had this amazing conversation and Jen will talk more specifically about, um, Jen, my, my thing is open book. Obviously I'm talking about farts and pain management and <laughs> We could talk about anything that we've talked about in the session, um, but I just have to say that I was bedridden with with pain, and I was bedridden with bloating. My appetite was non-existent, and I was depressed, 
and I was angry and my hormones were absolutely crazy. I had a nervous breakdown. And even though I meditate every day and I do all the stuff, there was a point where it was getting, it was getting really scary. Like the tower was coming down. So I have, I had in meeting with Jen, we decided that the course of action would be, um, castor, wait, castor oil packs, right? We do castor oil packs to your abdomen. So castor oil packs how, to, my... how to do that. Yeah. Right. Castor oil packs, um, nettles tea, nettles tea, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Nettles tea. And I, and I'm drinking a liter a day mm -hmm. because that's what's been helping. Uh, and I've been taking tincture cannabis mm -hmm. and I have one for night, one for day and also valerian with it. Yeah. Um, I can, and sits bath, the sits bath, I'm not, haven't been doing regularly. I haven't been really comfortable doing that, but mm -hmm. so out of the, I have it of four possibilities, the, th the two, I'm very, very consistent and I'm doing the castropaths. Mm -hmm. I have been. In the last two and a half weeks, I've been able to drive a car. I've been able to laugh. I've been able to do my videos. I am, I, I am so, I'm able to go to the grocery store without sweating. I have been super calm. I feel like my hormones have regulated. It has been a fucking miracle. How amazing <laughs> I have been feeling. I look fantastic. Everywhere I go, everybody's like, oh my God, you look great. I know because I'm on the pot, because I'm figuring it out, because I'm not in pain and I'm managing and I'm eating, still eating better and low sugar, 10, you know, maybe 10% sugar. I have fruity pebbles, which is not a really big deal. And I mix that with Rice Krispies. So it's not even that bad and no gluten. And I feel like a million bucks and I'm still having surgery. But at least I feel like I'm, I can manage. So that's my story. Hmm. Yeah. So you're not taking, with that. Are you taking oxy anymore? Or are you done with that too? No oxy. I have that's not taken. I take. Uh, I took naproxen when I when I was menstruating, because right. it was just too it was too intense with the endometrial stuff. Right. But other than that, no naproxen, no Tylenol, and nothing else. Beautiful. No oxy. Hmm. It's been incredible, Jen. Yeah. I don't know what the hell it is, but well, one, it's been one amazing. Building up your system with bringing in a lot of micronutrients. So when we need to heal, the body needs the building blocks to do the healing, right? So the nettles mm -hmm. is so nutritious that, and that you're, you've, you know, I figured that that's the thing with working with alternate, you know, some of the, what they say, alternative it's not just popping a pill, you know, like you have to boil water, you have to get some nettles and you might have to get some castor oil and put it on your belly with some heat. Like there's other techniques in order to bring the medicine into the body versus just popping a pill. The oxy is great because it blocks your pain, but it also is going to slow down your GI tract, cause you to be constipated. And that's just going to exacerbate the swelling that's happening in your abdomen, which is mm -hmm. already swollen from congestion. A lot of congestion just from what's happening with your, you know, with the uterus and the ovaries as well. So, yeah. 
So just trying to turn that around, I think the nettles really helps get the extra fluid out of the in-between places, reduces some inflammation, brings in nutrients, you're resting more, mm -hmm. you know, you're bringing in the valerian, which has worked for you in the past, which actually helps to alter our consciousness a little bit. It's not as strong as cannabis, but it does have some mind-changing, consciousness-changing properties to it, which are um, really beautiful and help us rest mm -hmm. a little bit deeper. And then the about can using tincture which is a full spectrum product that's made with flour and it's not gone through a laboratory where it's concentrating any of the constituents mm -hmm. suggests way nature delivers it versus yeah. having things tinkered with in a laboratory um so it sounds like following through at least picking two or three that we wanted to work on and it's bringing you to this place of getting you to the surgeon and getting you to the next step of what's happening Amazing. For you. And I, but i feel like i'm living at the same time there's a yeah. place and a time for everything i mean after surgery i, I i'm happy to take oxy i'm happy well, yeah. to take some yeah i mean there's a like i said there's a place for everything but as a routine mm -hmm. i'm learning so much and also for those who have hypertension uh, again, I'm not a professional, but there's a professional here, you know, Jen is a nurse, is that my blood pressure was skyrocketing from the pain yeah. and from everything. And I, they, my doc, I haven't been on, a, I haven't been on a second um, blood pressure med in 20 years. They had to put me on something and it really wasn't working. Yeah. Um, but drinking the nettles tea, I feel my blood pressure has never been so low like yeah. healthy low, like 120 yeah. over 78, which is yeah. like, what? Yeah. Uh, so that again, gives you energy and makes you feel good. So there's no bloating. Um, yeah. And I've, I've been feeling the difference. It, it's amazing. It's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't work so well if the root causes pain, you know, <laughs> manage, you have to manage the pain and the blood pressure will work the inflammation and pain comes from being inflamed pushing on the nerve yeah. too much water too much fluid mm -hmm. too much congestion and so when the yeah. nettles kind of shrinks all the tissues down to what they're supposed to be in the in their nice little space it takes the pressure off the nerves and then the nerves aren't screaming that's what i was going to ask like how did you determine uh what her regimen should be like um um, like how do those I, things all work together? How do you, I think for me, I always tend to, to, to work towards, cause I find that if the body's given all the nutrients that it needs, it, we're always self-healing. The body's always, every time you get a cut, the body's trying to heal it. Unless you have, you know, poorly managed sugar and your diabetes is all over the place. You won't heal, but generally the miracle of life is that our bodies are always trying to heal so if it's not healing then my my first question is well you know what what could we do on the nutrition level first to just feed this self-healing process mm. that we're naturally wired for right. and it's always like you know one of the most nutritious land plants is nettles and it always supports men and women any phase of life children elderly it's not a hard plant to get it grows all over the world 
um, it's abundant and it's um, really nutritious. So it's like an easy plant to, it's not hard to drink either. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't have a really strong, pungent, horrible mm -hmm. taste. Um, so that makes it easier for people to be compliant with it as well. And uh, nutrition. And then I think about the person and the situation. Like our goal was to get you to surgery in April, you know, yeah. our goal, that was our goal. Naturally, um, when women come through menopause, any fibroids that show up during menopause will shrink once you're through menopause. They just shrink because the hormones have now balanced themselves at the new hormonal picture that sustains a woman into her older years, you know, but menopause is like this choppy time where everything's all stirred up so mm -hmm. that we go from, we can't stay in our 20 and 30 and 40 year picture hormonally, because if we were to stay there, we already know from hormone replacement therapy, increased cancer risk and increased cardiovascular risk, women dying of heart attack, cancers. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we have to get our hormones shifted into this different hormonal picture so that we can age well. So it's a little choppy there. Just like when we start menstruating, it's a little choppy, you know, and right. then it, like, the body figures that Right. So, yeah. It's a little choppy. Men do their own thing during puberty and midlife. They have an what we call andropause now. We have a word for it. But men go through the same kind of endocrine overhaul so hmm. that they can age well and get old, you know, and get older and be strong and healthy. They can't stay like a 20-year-old, you know, with the kind of hormone levels that a 20, 30, 40-year-old has either or they have cardiovascular and cancers too. Mm -hmm. So So, you know, um, I, so our goal, like I, I'm always thinking about the goal. So I'm thinking about nutrition because everybody responds to good nutrition and everybody's body will do better if we can bring up the nutritional status of your body with these deep minerals that sometimes are devoid in our modern farmed foods. Yeah. So nettles is a nice one for that. And then I'm thinking about our goal. Our goal is to get you to April more comfortably. That was our goal. Okay. So I feel really good that we, we accomplished the goal. We're trying to get you yeah. because you said, my God, I have to wait until April and it's February. I'm going to die. You know, <laughs> I'm so just unhappy. This is not working for me. So I'm like, okay, we're just trying to get her to April. So I focus on the goal and the goal was not to change your hormones or shrink the fibroid or anything like that, which, you know, if we wanted to work in that realm, we wanted to get your comfort level up, your quality of life up so you could do your beautiful work and get you to, you know, the surgeon on time, you know, in a better, in a better baseline, because you're going to do better with surgery in the state you're in now than where you were in February, you know? Absolutely. Cause I'm walking. And I also want to point out for those who have thyroid issues, like I, I don't have a thyroid, which I'm healing. I've held, healed tremendously with and doing so much better without the malfunction of my thyroid. Um, but what could happen without a thyroid is you can have low calcium mm. and low calcium is really, they call it hypocalcemic. I think yeah, they call it hypocalcemic. So I am hypocalcemic and I have to take large amounts of calcium. Like it's like 1600 milligrams of calcium a day and it's annoying. Yeah. What I'm doing your research with the nettles that you have, you have suggested <laughs> and prescribed, it has so much calcium calcium yeah. yeah so i'm like i cannot wait to talk to my endocrinologist because he's my best friend in the entire mm -hmm. planet i love him so much um mm -hmm. to tell him he's going to be he gets so happy when my numbers are good 
I'm yeah. so curious to know what my numbers are going to be with with drinking this as well because I feel like my energy level has shifted quite mm -hmm. a bit. I feel like I've got my pep back, like Fozzie's back a little bit, yeah. which mm -hmm. I missed. I missed humor. I've missed being fun because yeah. I've been so uncomfortable for so You've long. You've missed it. Uh, <laughs> we've missed it. Um, you know, I mean, you know, Tracy's death dampered a couple of things a little bit. <laughs> a lot, a lot, yeah. A lot dampered a couple of things, but I mean, yeah. I, I feel like it, it's just been like, you know, talking about be having open communication about the reality of life that no matter what your lifestyle is, you're going to go through things. You're going to experience ebb and flow up and down, dark and light. And it's not mm. what's happening to you. It's how you're handling it. And yeah. it's okay to be upset and sad and in pain and even have a breakdown, mm -hmm. but try to problem solve and mm -hmm. seek tools and people who can help you problem solve. And I had to do that. And I'm so glad I did. I, I Jen, I cannot thank you enough. Even if it's like, uh, even if it's like a 101 and you're like, it's like a 101. It's like somebody asking me, what does the Knight of Wands mean? And I'm like, well, it's like basic stuff. But explaining something so, you know, when you're experienced in that and you're a master at certain things to other people, it's a, it's eye opening. And so I'm so happy that I was kind of like, all right, I'm going to have an open mind and I'm going to need help. I asked yeah. for help and you helped me. So I yeah. want to thank you, um, you know, in the public. I want to give you, I want to thank you. Uh -huh. <laughs> I want to You're thank so you personally for taking the time and, and making me feel like a priority. And you did. And I want to say thank you. Hmm. As it's a medical an professional that you are. Thank you. It's an, an honor. And it's really, you know, nettles seems like and simple, but nettles is not a simple plant. She's really amazing. It's an amazing plant. It's an amazing plant. So so when you say that she's drinking it, like, did it you? Right yeah, but how, um, how did you, how do you prepare it? Like, what is, like... I, I, yeah, I can't go to Stop and Shop and pick up Nettles tea. Like, okay. so. <laughs> I, I went to the health food store. Okay, that's what I was asking. Yeah. And you, can, you could order a whole pound online, loose, which, which is the most cost-effective way. Uh -huh. And then, you know, um, if you ever, you know, want to really get into it, you can harvest your own. You just have to learn how because it's stinging nettles. So yeah. nettles yeah. is like stings like the bees. Yes. It has bee stings when you get near it. So you have to know how to be around this plant because there's a lot of there's a lot of beautiful lessons about nettles on how to be very present in the moment. If you're not present around this plant, you're gonna have welts all over you because yeah. you're gonna get stung because it it's that's the kind of plant it is. So she's got this really beautiful nutritious uh, supportive way, but she also has this sting you into illumination and bring moment of you know what's really important what's really necessary in life um and she's kind of like a like um like a protective i i feel like she's a protective grandmother but she's not a cranky grandmother some people would think that because <laughs> she stings you would think that but at the same time she's bringing all this nourishment in you know and she's 
yeah. and a lot of well, I have to say that I'm not interested in any of that. What you just said, I do not. Want to <laughs> I, I love you. you don't have long with. sleeves and long gloves and long I, pants. I need a hat. Uh, yeah. I need a hat. I need to wear. I cannot be involved in any of that. I. That's why we hire people like you to do all that fancy work. I am happy to go to Mother Earth and go. Oh, there's there the tea, go. the box, and I will pay. The four bucks. And And it's a, a, you can actually put it in your food. It's a wild green, like you can cook it. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, you can pick their, like the spring shoots are coming up now. So everybody makes nettle soup. And so you can cook it with, it's great with potatoes and beans and like a soup. And when you cook it, this this sting goes out of it. Like it's cooked away. You're fancy. Again. Not that, not my cup of, not my, not my cup of tea. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not, not that, but, but I have to say, you know, what I do now is that I have this thermal thing that keeps things hot and it's big. It's like about a liter and a half. You're making it happen. And I make it in the morning and it stays yeah. hot for four or five hours. And so That's throughout great. the day, I'm just drinking it. And I just did my big one for today. And, yeah. um, it's just like a part of my day now. And, Good. um. I just... So daily daily infusions are something in the herbal world. It's not an easy thing for people to adopt. You know, usually people could be great for a couple of weeks and then they fall off the wagon with it. But daily infusions, you're doing a daily nettles infusion. That's phenomenal. And I think it's been more than 30 days. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think it, that's why I know it's working because it's been and, more than 30 days. Yeah. And you it work into your life like the way you remember to brush your teeth every morning and every night and the way you remember yeah. to do these other things oh it's just this <laughs> it's this regular thing that right, you can bring right. into your life for your health mm-hmm. that is you know over time you can see a profound effect well the thing is if it does it doesn't make me feel good if i don't i don't ever want to feel the way i right. felt before so i would you know that's kind of what you know we talk about reactive and preventative we're reactive society and we're mm-hmm. reactive. Most people are reactive. When mm-hmm. you've been through so much trauma and pain, you kind of get more proactive. You create these safety plans. Yeah. And I know that I never want to feel sluggish again. I don't want to feel sluggish, in pain, bloated, gassy. I don't miss sugar. I, mm-hmm. I never thought I could ever say that, but having any kind of sugar or, or refined sugar, like a donut and cake, which I love, Mm-hmm. The fact that I know it's going to put me in pain, mm. it, it puts a bad taste in my mouth. Unfortunately, that's the way. I'm not yeah. saying I'm never going to have sugar again, but I'm saying like right as of now, I haven't had a donut yeah. since January. And that's, right. again, weird. Yeah. You know how you say, I- people say, oh, I just drink socially. I always say, I, I eat gluten socially. <laughs> sugar socially. <laughs> <laughs> not a piece of cake at a party, but you know, right, that's it. Right. Yeah. Right. And I don't think, I think my addiction has kind of weaned its, itself. You know, my birthday's coming up. Yes, everybody, we're going to start talking about it. It's it's March. <laughs> and we have a whole month. So get, we've been through it for four years now, five years. You're, you're familiar with the Aries work. My birthday's coming up. And you know, it's my favorite day of the, of everything. And I'm like, uh, I, I'm craving a little tiramisu, a little macaroon, you know, it'll there you be go. Right. Yeah. a little macaroon, it's gluten-free. So 
I am I am just really learning a lot about uh, the physical priorities that need to happen because if we focus so much on our spiritual path, which we do, um, you know, and our emotion and, and mental, it's all connected. And so I had I obviously in my life have to compartmentalize every single aspect of my dimensions. So I just focus solely on my spiritual work since a very very young age. Um, and and then you know my mental health because of all the trauma it was a hyper focused um, and really understanding and mastering how my mind works has been a priority and now I got that down and so I feel like the universe kind of smacked me around and said okay that's nice and everything but if you want to be here on earth you really have to you really have to take care of your body. And, and it's not a lecture. It's it, you do it when you're ready. Everybody's mm -hmm. like, Oh, I'm going on a diet. I'm doing that. No, you're going to do it when you don't even have to mention it because you're mm -hmm. just ready to do it. When you just know that you're going to pick up your first meal and say, you know what, I'm going with a better choice. You're just going to do it. And that's what you have to be patient with yourself. Don't force yourself. You're because you need, I feel like, like when I was going through my emotional and mental breakdowns and things I needed to have a chunkier body hmm. because I needed to feel like I was protecting myself mm -hmm. and anytime I've seen you know gurus of the Ayurvedic world they never mention my weight because they keep they say that I'm going to fly away because I'm so spiritual that I need to feel weighted down um and so I don't need that anymore I don't I don't I know how to ground myself because I want to be here so you have to ask yourself, do you want to be here? Do you want to live or do you want to die? If you want to die, keep doing what you're doing. And sooner or later, it's going to catch up to you because spiritually and mentally, it's going to break you down, not taking care of your body. But if you want to be here and you want to experience the full thing of life, take every part of you seriously, you know, and, and yet yeah, you're, you're not going to be perfect. I still have a ways to go and I go up and down and up and down. But I think that there's some kind of wisdom in croning. There's mm -hmm. some kind of wisdom where I'm just waking up. And mm -hmm. I just want everybody to wake up and, and know that you're important. And, and I'm not saying, you know, it's not all or nothing. It doesn't matter how much you weigh. Just be healthy. Just choose healthier ways. That's all. You know, and again, mm -hmm. I'm on a, am I on a soapbox? I don't know when to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why people listen to the podcast. Why is everybody listening? <laughs> I am annoyed. Like, is it too much? Do we have no. to edit this? Did I talk too much? Okay. No, you're fine. No. no. I just. I just <laughs> What's I, Jen going to say? She's such a polite guest. She's what she's going to say. What's the alternative? Out. She's going to say, I don't know. It's a little much. <laughs> I'm a little no, bored. <laughs> No, I think it's a good talk because taking care of the body is a spiritual practice. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. I totally it, agree. Yeah. It is, I, uh, it is part of a spiritual practice. I mean, can be, in, you know, think about it. The bowl is like the feminine and, you know, like there's just so many ways yeah. to look at it. So it's just a, a really, yeah. 
I know no, when so I was working in the hospital, I, when I was working nights, and my and my thyroid was off, and I was waking up in the morning, and I wasn't looking like myself. I was all puffy and weird looking. I'd look in the mirror and be like, oh, Lord, who is that? And I just had a lot of, you know, really off. And the doctor wanted to put me on medication, and I didn't want to go. So... I had to make some agreements with myself, and one was to go to acupuncture to ask for help mm-hmm. from someone mm-hmm. that I trusted, trust their medicine, and go for acupuncture treatments. And two was to get off of nights because I knew, I know enough mm-hmm. about the endocrine system that working nights is not good for your endocrine system. And I had been five years on night, pushing 50 years old, and I was like tired, you know, like it was really rough. So just those, and I went for three years. And just those mm. three things, acupuncture, um, getting off of nights, and taking gluten out of my diet for three full years. It was amazing. Wow. And-, and when I went to the acupuncture, she said to me, she said, you know what? You talk a lot in the yin-yang, you know, the balancing of the masculine and feminine mm-hmm. side of you. And she said, you've been so busy working nights, going out in the middle of the night to take care of your family, and you've been functioning so masculine she said your feminine's like dead like she's not revivable she's like laying on the floor and i said oh my god dude what do i you know like (laughs) i have to fix something she said and all she said was make soup (laughs) i'm like that's it she said make soup soup's the most nourishing food that we can give the body you're a good cook you know how to get good you know things to put in the soup eat a lot of soup you're doing this while you're doing that but it's mm-hmm. a very feminine practice to make a pot of soup because of the you know the shape of the pot because of the the water going in and the fact that you went out to pick the vegetables from nature that was provided by the mother what is fruit fruit is the feminine fruit is holding the seed you know like everything was so feminine about making a pot of soup and mm-hmm. that's what my body needed and it kind of revived my you know my the balancing within myself mm-hmm. and back you know, brought me back. And it wasn't co- make soup. I was like, really? It's right. just to make soup? Okay, I can make soup. And I hadn't made a pot of soup in ages because I was so tired all the time. I didn't know what I was, I didn't know where up was, you know, so. Mm. Well, some, sometimes, you know, it's, like I said, sometimes it's just a pot of soup. Sometimes it's nettles infusions. Like, look, you've got this great yeah. practice going on and you'll never forget it. Whenever no. you feel lousy, because you might, you might go into pulsing it. You might like go off for a little while, take a mm-hmm. break from it. But mm-hmm. then we, if you feel a little strange, you'll be like, you know, I got to get back to my nettles. Like you have forged a relationship now with this practice that yeah. you will never, you will never forget. No. And that's, that's a no. beautiful thing. You will never yeah, forget Yeah, no, it. as you would yeah. say, I like her. She can be my friend. <laughs> I like her. She becomes right. friends. She yes. Becomes yeah. I might try uh, so, it. I might try nettles and add it know, to my, Donna, I'm very good about taking all my supplements. I never miss it. Very good. Never, Donna, ever. hundred percent start drinking this. And I'm, yeah. and I'm saying every day, give yourself a couple of weeks, a few weeks. I, I it's like, a, but you know, there's a combination of things also. I think that is huge of what's happening. Yeah. Um, but I've been taking um, tincture cannabis. I think that's night. it helping the endocrine system there for you too. Yeah. yeah. How does so that I mean, help, Jen? Well, it's how much time do we have? Wait. Okay. We have time. Um, yeah. Just, we have, just, you know, simple. So, so again, so 
so our our system we have an endocannabinoid system it's an in, endo means inside like inside the body we have an endocannabinoid system where our body makes cannabinoids cannabis makes cannabinoids they're exogenous or outside the body cannabinoids when you take the tincture you are bringing a chemical that the plant makes that matches the kind of chemicals that your body makes. If your body isn't making those chemicals, cannabis reminds your body how to do that. Mm-hmm. But we make we make the same chemicals that cannabis makes. We make our own huh. nervous system and just for that. That's how long we've walked with this plant. We, we walk with this plant so long evolved a nervous system that responds to only this plant it's really intent hmm. like when you think about it, it's pretty profound yeah. yeah and so when we go offline if you take a little bit like you know a little bit of full spectrum like you're taking tincture it's almost like rebooting your system teaching your system how to get yeah. back online get the endocannabinoid system back online and if you ever look up the endocannabinoid system it's all over the body there's receptors all over the body all through your vital organs all through your nervous system your muscles it's it, it's in a um it's everywhere through your body so any different strains will respond yeah. to different parts of the body so you know like we're learning we're still learning so much about it my lymph nodes have gone down like they were very swollen and they have gone down i think that i don't know if that has anything to do with but i have my lymph nodes um in my groin area and under my arms have extremely reduced and my water retention has Yeah. yeah has really like i feel like i'm losing weight without really trying to lose weight because i'm still italian and i will still make eggplant and i'm still gonna you know not, you guys you know, make not, the best eggplant on the planet so you can't stop oh, making well, eggplant yeah, well, thank you very much <laughs> uh, i'm about to make personal uh tomorrow uh thank you so like i i do enjoy i'm not gonna stop doing the things that i enjoy but mm. i definitely have maintained what is dangerous yeah like the sugar is yeah. dangerous. I, I, I just didn't it's, realize it. And it's I, really I, I didn't dangerous. Even, I didn't realize how dangerous. And when I put it in my mind that it's dangerous because it's stopping my system from working well. Right. And and that scared me because I want to live. Again, these are questions that I want to be here. I want to be happy while I'm here. And I said, wow, this is dangerous. And um, you know, when yeah. people have a lot of sugar cravings, I actually recommend nettles and burdock root, the two of them, because a lot of sugar cravings what is it come called? from nettles and burdock, burdock root. Those two work really well together to, uh, Donna's like typing. She's like, I'm writing it down. I'm writing no, it down. They, they really work great together and like halt the sugar cravings that can uh, come from needing that's what energy I need. and come from the, come, it comes from the, a lot of times from working with the liver. We work with the liver sometimes with sugar cravings. Mm. And I also encourage people, if you have a lot of like a sweet tooth happening, can you make the commitment to get away from cane sugar? And could you go to whole fruits, like just a ripe piece of fruit? It's yeah. not the same. I've tried. <laughs> it's it's not the same. It doesn't that, satisfy. Know, it, it's very hard. It's very hard. The yeah. banana seems to help. Yeah. I would. I taste find some... I find pineapple helps me. Yeah, pineapple. Pineapple is mm-hmm. very satisfying. Well, I, for you know what's you... really been helping me is the um, 
fruity pebbles and and the, <laughs> that's garbage. That is not even food. Hear me out. Hear me out. Well, first of all, hear me out. And Rice Krispies. So I do like a mix. So I put a seventy-five percent, seventy-five percent rice crispers are fine for you. This is and a perfectly great negotiation you're having with your body. It's fine. Don't take away my eggplant. I'm gonna have a heart attack. So then it's not worth it. That's not worth being here. I gotta have it. And then I use oat milk, which works great for me. Almond yeah, milk yeah. Just makes my stomach hurt, but the oat milk yeah. has been really good. And then once in a while, I'll drink whole milk, yeah. um, which is delicious and great. Um, so I have yeah. a question going back to the cannabis. So um, does it matter uh, what form you uh, ingest, take the cannabis That's that makes the difference? Like in Kathy's, like Kathy's not just lighting up a joint, right? Right. Right. You don't want that. That's a whole thing. Nobody <laughs> wants that. So, yeah, I, that would yeah. big. Pro- I, I don't love the lighting up a joint for the main reason that almost 90% of the medicine is com- is destroyed with the combustion, with the ma- So they've come out with these great little um, dry pens that have lower temperatures. So you can stay down in the 300 to low 400 degree range and very good results with that but in the cannabis world in the in the medical cannabis world anyway the two reasons that we would use one of these uh, dry vape i guess you would say um, is if you have uncontrolled pain or you have uncontrolled anxiety Mm -hmm. the reason that we do inhalation is because we have so much capillary beds that it actually kicks it fast like within you know, 30 seconds to a minute, you can feel or the pain back down significantly. But then if it's a chronic condition, you want to bring in ingestibles because they work longer and they're not as, um, they don't have like a onset peak and falling off that's as rapid as with inhalation. So we're, we're working with strategies, you know, like we're trying to figure out a strategy. And that's what we were thinking with you was that the tincture would give you it would take a little while. It could take 45 minutes to an hour for a tincture mm-hmm. to kick in. Mm-hmm. You could hold it in your mouth with some water, and it'll um, absorb through the mucosa. So sometimes it can work a little bit. Um, take it on an empty stomach. That can actually mm-hmm. make it work a little bit faster if you're in a more of a desperate state. But generally, edibles provide the most medicine, the most well-rounded medicine. And it's, it's going through the gut, so it's being processed by the liver. And mm. so there's more medicine available. When you go through the lungs, it's got to go directly into the blood and then it goes, you know, into the system that way. So it's just delivered in a different way. So I find that the edibles, I prefer to talk to people about ingesting it um, and staying with the lowest dose necessary to get the results mm-hmm. that you're looking for, you know. Now, you're managing pain, you know, but I did say to you, I'm like, okay, well, you start with three drops and see mm-hmm. what that does, and you can bump it up, and then if you're having a really bad day, or let's say your pain is good, but you just want to really feel altered from mm-hmm. the cannabis, you can try that. You can just mm-hmm. take 15 drops or take 30 mm-hmm. drops and oh lay on the couch I, and find I, out I, what I, happens, I, you know? I, <laughs> But I mean, you can like the way you're negotiating with your body, the way you're negotiating with your body around 
the cereal that you're talking about. It's the same kind of negotiation. Like, what do I need today? You know, do I need, do I need to alter my brain and just hang out in my journal for the afternoon? I could do that, you know, Mm -hmm. but do I need to just, do I need to function today? I'll take a tiny dose today. Let me just take three drops and see if I can take the edge off. I'll take a little nap. I'll do my castor oil pack. I'll drink my nettles and maybe I can (laughs) do afternoon, you know, like these are the negotiations that we have with ourselves, and that's how we manage, we manage our care. You know, you're not great. I I definitely, I definitely feel, thank you, Jen. I definitely felt like the first cup, first week or so I was, it made me a little high. I only had like four drops and I was like, Oh God, I was laughing. And I just, (laughs) but then after like, but then after I would say six or seven days, yeah, it started to become I started to become one with it, as you would yeah. say, as you yeah. holistic people would say, I became one with the with the you just the, yeah, you're starting to understand the plan and you're starting to understand the limitations of it, too. It doesn't heal everything, yeah. you know, yeah, it doesn't help I, everything. I said, but it does have its yeah. place. It's a powerful medicine plant that we, you know, has been under lock and key for a long time. And we need to, as I always say, we I'd like it to be growing next to the broccoli in everybody's garden and everybody going, wow, look at your broccoli. And oh my goodness, your cannabis is amazing. And it should be, it should be no big deal, you know, but we're not there yet. You know, it's not, we're just not there yet. So hopefully we'll get there. Yeah. The tincture has been really amazing. And again, I don't go more than five, like at night I'll maybe do five with a So see, you found your, you found your threshold. That's what I'm saying. Like we, we call it drop dosing so that you can find your threshold. Once you know your threshold, then you can dance around a little more work with it that way. And, um, I I do it in a shot glass with warm water. Perfect. And one time, I think I might have put like more than five, and I was nervous, so I started licking it like a cat. Like I was, <laughs> I was like, what is that? And then I wait, and I because I I didn't want to waste it, but I just thought I didn't want to take too much because I had to go out, and so I'm like, well, well, yeah. I'm okay, I'm okay. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> I ended up licking licking the yeah. glass, but um, you do so find I, a balance, yeah. Yeah, and I do th- I do think, and I, you that I've heard this from either or man that, that it's that it's showing some real beautiful endocrine balancing properties at this midlife phase for people mm-hmm. well, trouble with our geez. hormones or trying to figure out how to balance them a little bit that this plant is actually showing in these little micro doses it's showing like pretty profound um, profound support in yeah, the natural process exactly. happening like allowing the natural process to happen with a little less discomfort you know why not? <laughs> I'm a fan. I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm officially a yeah. fan. And I have to tell you that I went through, I have, um, even though like I, I really maintain my emotions through meditation and, and things like that. And my anxiety is pretty low. Uh, but I, but I know that I am, all, I do have triggers of like anything super new being in, like I can be in front of a thousand people and not make, break a sweat. But if I have to do an audience with somebody, cause they're going to judge me on some way, like an interview, I'm right. again, gassy and I sweat <laughs> and I just, I, no matter what I do, I'm part of earth and I don't like it. I belong in the sky. Like I don't understand what's happening. So I have to say that I went through, I went, had to go to, I went to an interview, uh, for, for a position and I, had zero reaction. I was literally so calm and confident and clear. And I want to chalk it up to my, again, Oracle mastery, sorcery, 
Merlin self, but I have to say that I'm thinking maybe taking the cannabis. It could be was, a combination uh, thing. Cannabis was very helpful. And like I said, I'm a very confident person. But when it comes to earth stuff, yeah. that's what I'm working on. I'm not a master at it. And so, but I have never, ever in my life felt so confident, Good. not nervous, not putting any feeling other than here I am. It may it just be the new so the new Kathy coming in with right um, new Kathy the new Kathy coming in because we're you know working and working through. <laughs> well, you, start to, you start to really know yourself, you know, you know I your agree. limitations, and mm -hmm. you really know yourself, and you start to just get really the, that radical self acceptance. Like, yeah, this is who I am. This is I'm it. Good. I'm mm -hmm. doing an Earth thing. I'm I. Well, I'm getting ready for my croning again. This is what we talk about because it's all about me, Aries. Is that croning <laughs> is like is what I'm working on for my fiftieth because I'm doing a big ceremony and I have these, you know, I have to go through cer certain protocol like rite of passage things until I get there. Two more years, and one of it is not only is a complete radical acceptance of me being an Earthling. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard. It's it's the hardest. And this is the hardest thing I've ever had to go through. Mm -hmm. Even through spiritual things, whatever I've done spiritually have been crazy and interesting and phenomenal and, and mir miraculous mm -hmm. and emotionally and mentally. And I've been in institutions because I have such bad PTSD. And I've been through that part of mental health. And I've been through all of these extreme things. But when it comes to accept the fact that I am here... This is, this is where I, this is where then I have walked through that, that threshold of, of self-mastery, of self-actualization complete. And I can enjoy my life and not fucking worry about things from the past and my past lives and worry about outside influences and what I'm supposed to do with my life. It's really finding out who you are. Hmm. And I think that's why I'm having the discussion with our listeners and with you guys because I'm finding this out and I'm like, where have I been? What the hell has been going on? Been working. It's like constantly working. Do you feel that way? You're just constantly working. Yeah. And, the, and also I feel like we, I know um, Josh and I've been really rest in this kind of part of the winter. Yeah. Like this last couple of and knocked down and like, like needing to rest way more than we usually do. Like, I don't, it's, it's been an intense winter. It really has. And it. you know, mm. yeah, you're doing a great job. We're all doing a yeah. great job getting through. Yeah. It's the worst winter I've, this is, I would have to say, this was the hardest time I've ever been through in 27 years. Yeah. That's 27 years. And I've been through some stuff. This has been yeah. second second tops even worse yeah, uh, yeah. some and, of my uh, some of my astrology friends have been saying the next few months like until june um i have to look into it more but there's a lot going on astrologically right now and there's a lot of clarity coming between now to june so it's amazing it's amazing this i remember when kathy rose was on and she talked mm -hmm. about this time this is an auspicious time yeah. um but I, I do think that we, dad always said that when you're on, when you're going through your fire, it's to cleanse you for the new gifts that are coming and mm -hmm. to make you feel grateful. Mm 
My dad said that. Whenever things were really bad, he's like, this is great because when something great's about to happen, you're getting ready for something phenomenal. Mm. And he was always right. He's like, the pendulum always has to swing. So the yeah. further you go on either side, mm. just hold on because the other side is coming too. And it's pretty amazing. And going back to hist your own history, it's always been 100%. Mm. And so I'm excited. I'm like, and so I have it on my board. Like, you know, I have a, I write on a board, like all the goals and things I have to do. And I, and I sit on the couch and I can stare at it all the time. And I wrote, this is going to be great. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm dealing with, you know, death and sickness and COVID and financial law and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, wow, this year is going to be great. Because <laughs> like, wow. I'm like, I can't even imagine the sunshine coming up. And I really believe it. Because I'm starting to see it now. I'm starting to see <laughs> the light in it. And I'm like, the pendulum's swinging. So everybody got to hang in there when things are going shitty and crappy and all that good stuff. It's really not crappy and shitty. It's experience. It's experience for you to feel how grateful you're going to feel when you see the light. So embrace every, every, every experience. It's, it, there's a, it's necessary. It has to happen. No matter how hard and heartbreaking, you got to do it. And I usually tell all myself right. and my kids on the bad days, go to bed early. Yep, <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. Go to bed early. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. I'm putting on my face cream on those bad days. You know it. You know what's so funny is um, I'm the opposite. I stay up and 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 make it better before I go to sleep. I'm like, mm. okay, so I have to talk to Gabriel and say, all right, let's have a conversation. And, and I usually have conversations. That's when that's I look good. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's happening? What's this about? <laughs> what's happening? Well, most this people aren't like you, Kat. What is this about? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. My invisible friends. They're great. Your imaginary friends. So, um, so speaking of friends, before we go, I want to say welcome to our new Patreon yes. members. We've got a little, a little bump in people joining. Thank you so much. Kathy, you want to talk a little bit about Patreon this past week before well, we go? This, yes, I want to thank everybody who's joined up. It's been really great. It's a great little community. Um, so last week, we were the animal spirit was Bunny and Eel. And so for the week, we were talking about letting go of your fears and kind of getting a jump start on those things and those ideas you wanted to move forward. Um, the Ace of Swords popped up, and that was following that Monday, and it was about having the strength and to kind of confront so you can move on in your project, your ideas. And even if you want to change your lifestyle, change your life, make major plans, you have to have the strength to say what you need, say what you mean and mean what you say so you can make those things happen. So really removing fear that you have that protection. Temperance came out and temperance is about patience and protection. So while you have to understand that you know, with that balance, you can't have all great, like light things happen because you need to kind of mix your life up so that you can break down to rebuild. You don't, you want change to happen. You don't want to be stagnant. And well, that's what we were talking about in the beginning of the podcast about winter and being so happy when you see the little buds coming through. Same 100%. Thing. 100%. Mm -hmm. So being patient with the process 
and while you're waiting, know that you have protection. If you are open and willing to make change, the universe tends to be more gentle on you because you're not fighting it. When you don't fight change, it can organically be just a little bit of smoother transaction. And so temperance came up. And for those who are believers of Michael, it's an Archangel Michael card, so you're protected or whatever your faith base is, whatever you use to protect yourself. Donna uses a purple blanket, um, <laughs> you know, the patience, but being patient with yourself and the universe because it's making something amazing and it takes time to make things amazing. So we go through that week. And so for this week, for yesterday, what came out, which was really beautiful, and I wanted to kind of leave on this note, is the nightingale. So while you're, you're speaking your truth, feeling protected, trusting the process, process of change, the nightingale gently is in the background singing to you, telling you that no matter how, it's, how dark it is, you can still hear the sound of a song in your heart. And and it's and it's it's telling you that no matter what you can't see that you're always loved that go back to the basics of that you are loved if you choose to receive it and listen it's there even if you can't see it and so the nightingale comes in for that extra support there are some tribes in africa and i don't have a specific tribe because i didn't write it down and plus i can't remember anything so just trust me that this happens in some tribes in africa when you were born you were given a song and you're given a song that's your song only so that when you are going through life and you have lost your path or you need support or you're going through a hard time, the whole village, the whole tribe circles around you and sings your song to tell you that you are loved, that instead of punishing and making people feel bad for growing and changing, they tell you no matter what, I love you and this is your song, we love you. And it's such a positive way to look through life that find that song, know where it comes from. So when you're going through this change and we are going through challenges, you're not alone, even if it feels that way. So we did a lot of work this week and last week. And so I just want to thank the Nightingale for, for joining. I mean, it was really a special moment that I know that I needed. I needed to remember that. All right. We'll end on that note. Thank you, Jen. Tell thank Josh you. we miss him. He needs to come on the sisters. Mm -hmm. Talk about Tarot. That would be great. Yes. Or his martial arts or his poetry or whatever the fuck is on his mind. Because <laughs> even if we ask him to come talk about something, he's going to talk about whatever he wants to anyway. And we miss him. And we love it. And we love yeah. every second of it. We love every second of it. All right. Oh, so, um, yeah. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Jen, for coming. Thanks, Addie. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Before we go, Jen, how do people find you? Oh, my gosh. Nice, Don. School, eldermoonschool.net. And I don't know, I'm, I travel a little bit in Facebook. And it's all under Eldermoon in Instagram. Um, I've kind of fallen off my posting a little bit, but I'm trying to blow some life back into that. But um, And you're on Patreon too, right? Yes, and I'm on Patreon too. We had several deaths in our family, which have mm. rocked us. We had three... Three elders die in three weeks. So we're sort of putting Ugh. ourselves back together from that. It just really rocked the house a bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm we're sorry good. for your loss. Yeah, thank you. And um, so we're we're slowly everybody's getting their bearings after that. It was a lot of mm. a lot of change at once. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. We can relate. So we are yeah, we're there. Elder Moon, Elder Moon School. 
All right, everybody, go follow Jen. Take her classes, buy her stuff, support her. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Open up my window to substitute outside.